real ass stay Flipping keys, no way Eating good, I got a lot on my plate But this is what I wanted, so I can't complain The Minority Reports Podcast Where we keep it real Estate and entrepreneurship education For the minority of 3% action takers Here's your host, Billy the Kid And co-host, Dan Delgado that was a, well, like you, a, you were looking forward to that one. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, Zach, just feel free to call me and I'll just do it over the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> FaceTime me. Can I get a, a wake-up call? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just record it for an alarm. <laughs> What's good, everybody? It's Billy, Billy the Kid, your host of the Minority Report Podcast with... Dan Delgado, your co-host. Awesome. That was boring. That's all right. I'm boring. That, that, that was very boring. I'm, I'm gotta, very I'll make my own thing. <laughs> I mean, you need to come up with a horn or something. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny that uh, talking about that, I found a little clip when you yelled "wake up" in Colorado, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I showed Desiree, and she was like, <laughs> "So, but it I was I'm, like the most highest pitch annoying yes, thing I could probably do." Yes, uh, uh, like, I was just in the in the in you so, know. So I need of more thing. of that. I need more of that. It's more energy like that. <laughs> But anyways, we're excited today. Uh, thanks for having us, Zach. Uh, definitely. First time, second location. Yeah. 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 Or first time having the location the, shot twice. Yeah, the second Actually, it looks a lot different than the first time we were here. Yeah. We, we just did the quick tour and uh, definitely, yeah, the building looks way <laughs> amazing now. Like now that it's finished and all the stuff you were telling us that you're going to expand. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that too. But Today's episode uh, will be a little bit different. We're doing a bonus episode. Uh, you know, Acton is a school that I wish I would have gone to. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. I would probably, I would definitely, I should say probably, I would definitely be a better podcaster, right? Like, <laughs> because, uh, and actually, if you could introduce yourself real quick, if you could give us your name real quick. My name is Evan. Okay, and why are you here? We'll, we'll dive deep, but let, let the people know why we're here today. Okay. I'm here because I won a podcast contest um, where um, our studio had to make podcasts, and we um, put them together um, all by ourselves, and then we um, recorded them. The crazy thing is, like I said, I, like I wish I would have done that. Like when I was your age, especially your age, like even high school, I would have taken it in high school. So, Zach, if you could tell us a little bit of... Uh, what went on, and that way we'll get into Well, before that, can you actually, if anyone didn't watch that yeah, yeah, first yeah. episode you were on, can you tell us about acting and then what your role is here? Yep. Yeah, first off, how dare you not not listen to the first episode that I was on. <laughs> uh, secondly, that is true. Uh, no, it's, it's awesome to have you guys back, and, I, and I'm more than grateful that, that you guys took the time to, to come and do this bonus episode. Um, but like you said, the first time that you guys were out here, uh, this was, you know, four exterior walls and a, and a pile of two by fours. Uh, and we were rushing to get ready for, for 50 plus students to come in here uh, this this past fall. Uh, and now here we are in, in February with um, gearing up for another year of growth and getting ready to add uh, yet another studio to the space. Uh, and so uh, when we got ready to do this podcast quest for uh, Evan's studio, the Discovery Studio, um, I wanted to reach out to you guys and say, hey, if if all these heroes go through this process of writing, producing, and recording a podcast, would you guys come out with whoever wins based on the votes of those that attend the exhibition? Uh, would you guys come back and, and host them? And obviously, and let's make that clear, too, that uh, it wasn't like, oh... 
she's my friend, so I'm gonna vote for her. Yeah. Like if you could go over the voting that that went on. Yeah. So um, we do public exhibitions. So think of the iPhone release, right? That's how we treat every sprint that that they work on here. Um, every four to six weeks, they they build up to this public exhibition of what they've learned. So this week we actually have an exhibition coming up. Uh, where they will be um, showing their parents and anyone else from the public that comes uh, what they've been working on. And so so last session was that podcast. And um, so they, uh, Evan, was it the top two or top three that got voted on it at was that the, exhibition? It was the top two. Okay. So they had, they had selected um, based on criteria. They had kind of a checklist of, of items. Um, it had to be submitted on time. Um, it had to, to have done all the, the challenges that they needed to complete. Um, and then they could be voted on. And then the parents and everyone that attended got to listen to both of those podcasts, uh, and then voted on, on the best one. And that's who's sitting here with us today. Is well, congratulations. Evan. That's awesome. Can we get a prepare for that? Burr, 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 burr. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, was it like a, well, first of all, what was your podcast about? Um, dogs and horses, my favorite animals. Okay. Were you guys able to choose that? Like, yes. Okay. Yes. So you guys basically had to choose whatever subject you would like and run yeah, with it. Yeah, and we could work in a group. What made you choose that? Um, I love dogs and I love horses, so. Did they have anything? In, do you have anything in common? Other than you love them. Um. I don't know. I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you must have been able to to mix them well if you won the podcast contest. I'm assuming. Yeah, I um. I guess I am going to go, I'm planning on going to an academy to ride horses, okay. um, and I've rode over summers, so um, yeah, I think, like, I just have, like, relationships with, like, dogs and horses. I have dogs at home, and just love them. So when you were doing the podcast, or, or maybe, like, getting it ready, or even throughout any part of the process, what was the hardest part for you? Probably um, the... Um, writing what I was going to say out because it had to be five minutes long. Mm -hmm. And it was, I started with just dogs and it was two minutes. Then um, I thought, let's add horses because I need this oh, to be longer. That's smart. <laughs> so, so I got it to the um, right amount. And then I had to, like when I recorded it, I had to fit the music, like the background music with it to make sure that it sounded right and stuff. So I think that, um, definitely writing it out, but at the same time recording. Did you, so when you were, uh, actually recording it, were you reading word for word or was it just kind of like an outline of thing? I mean, cause if you love them, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're able to talk yeah. about them, no problem. I think it was more of, it wasn't word for word. It was more of kind of like doing, like saying whatever I want, but mm -hmm. at the same time having this paper that I can, um, look at if I get stuck. So. Cool. What kind of feedback did your parents give you? They said that they they liked it a lot, and um, they said that I could work on, like, not um, saying um as many times, because that was, that was, yes, it was hard. do it, it's a practice. Yeah, yes. it really is. Absolutely. I mean, I told her before I came on that I've done radio, TV, you know, everything, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that's always, you're, you're your own worst critic, yeah. uh, but that's always what sticks out to me, too, is whenever I say the uhs mm -hmm. or the ums or those pauses, but uh, I know... And I don't know the answer to this. Did you fail at any point in that process? I know that others 
in the studio failed and had to come back and, and course correct? Did you have any failures that you overcame? Yes, I deleted it. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I deleted, I did it, um, and I was adding music, and I was cutting parts off that I didn't like, and I ended up deleting it on accident. So, oh. yes, so I had to do it again, but um, I think that it was a good setback because um, the – Second one was much better. I was about to say, it's probably better. Oh, yes. yeah, that was a, an awesome answer. Like, yeah. she said it was a great setback because you got better. Like, you, mm-hmm. whatever, obviously, whatever you learned from the first one, you definitely mm-hmm. added on top of that, right? Yeah. So, so the, uh, w- was it just by by themselves then that, that they did? Um, You could work by yourself or with one other person. So, a few. So, it was your choice? Yeah, I know a few people worked with another person, but most by themselves. Yeah, what made you go by yourself? Um, I thought um, I had worked on Quest before with other people, and they and I liked it, and it worked well, but then I just kind of wanted to change. Oh. So, And I thought I had a really good idea, and I thought that I could make it work by myself very you, well. You made it work. Yeah. Man, look, you're, you're on the one of the biggest podcasts in the oh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest podcasts in South Lincoln right now, <laughs> recording at the same moment. Um, so uh, when you were going into the whole project, was it something that you were nervous about or was it, did it feel pretty natural to you? I think I was a little nervous, but I think it felt like once I knew what I was going to say and I knew like how everything worked and stuff, I like the most, the thing that I was most nervous about was probably, um, like recording and like mm-hmm. something happens, like the microphone falls or something or like delete that. It. Or deleting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, to be fair, that is still my, like, as we have these cameras rolling right now, I'm always have this weird paranoia and it comes from nowhere. That I'm like, oh my God, what if one just stopped recording? And so that's what happens to the one monitor, but mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't go away. I don't, I don't see that ever going away for me, to be honest. Yeah. Just, yeah. But it's a healthy paranoia because yeah, then yeah, you for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, what, um, so what, like, is this something that you would, see yourself doing more now like it did you like it that much or was it it just fun and I liked it I think that I can see myself just like at home recording making my own booth I think I think that would be something fun you You know uh, my daughter and her best friend uh, Morgan I told them when we started our podcast I was like because I was super scared when we started like I had Mm -hmm. no idea what I was doing and um I told my daughter I was like you know like it'd be kind of cool to have two Young girls, you know, they were what, 12 at the time? 12? No, thir- 13. I was like, it'd be kind of cool to have a couple of young girls just like have a podcast about things girls go through, you know, at that yeah. age. I don't know of anything like that. I mean, I probably not my demographic, but like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't think that like age has, you know, anything to mm-hmm. do with it. So you can definitely. I've thought about, um, I've thought about doing a middle schooler's point of view of like real, like world things that are happening. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. You so this, this is a pretty cool project because... I will build the podcast studio for you if you do that. There you go. Acton will have a podcast studio if you want to move forward. With I would love to be one of your... Uh, what do you call the, the people that come in that help the kids when they're... Everyday hero? Sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or mentor. Oh, a yeah. mentor. There you go. The mentor. I forgot what you call them. But yeah, yeah. No, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, this is the type of project that you don't really ever see. Like, yeah. what, what grade are you in? Um, fifth. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, fifth grade, God, what are you still doing in the traditional schools? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, the 13 colonies, maybe <laughs> that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is definitely different. Um, you know, what can you tell us outside of this project? What's different about acting that, because you went to traditional school before, yes. right? This is your first year here? 
Yes. So then you're well versed in the the old mm-hmm. style stuff. So what what's different about this place? Um, instead of like giving you the answers, you get you get guided on them. Like you don't, cause at LP I went to LPS before, and at LPS everyone's like. Like, I ask a question, and they're giving me the answer, and mm. that wasn't helping me at all. So, also, like, just learning things that I want to learn and not having to, like, learn things that I don't, like, like, I don't want to learn exactly or my family doesn't want me to learn. So, I think that this school has given me a lot of freedom, and it has making it's ma- it's making me a better person. And, like, like, now I'm thinking about being an entrepreneur, being, like, all these things that I wasn't thinking about like yeah. two years ago. So. That's awesome. And then with like, what what does a typical day look like for you here? Um, we do core skills, which is Dreambox and Lexia, and that is um, reading and math on our computers. And then we have um, we'll have Deer or something, which is um, which Drop is everything and read. Yep, drop everything and read. So we just get to go and we just get to read, get our yoga mats out. And then we'll have lunch and outdoor time. Um, And then we always have some sort of quest or writer's workshop. So our writer's workshop this session is memoirs. So we're writing our own, like, memoirs about we have to um, answer certain questions. And then art quest is um, we are making art and we're getting ready for our art exhibition. That is this week. And then you guys did, uh, what was that uh, event you guys had, um, the business? Business yeah. fair. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, real quick, backing up to what she said with Writer's Workshop, uh, just to kind of expand on the difference between traditional and mm-hmm. and, and what we're doing. Uh, and this just kind of is a microcosm of that. So Writer's Workshop is their chance to do writing. And every session that changes. And so last um, last session that was tied in with the podcast and, and writing their podcast. Uh, but the, the goal is that they would never write a report in MLA format. Oh, <laughs> They're God, never MLA, going to write a book report that's required on this book, right? They're writing real world things. So it's, it might be a podcast. It might be learning to tell your own story through that memoir. It might be coding. It might be a blog post, but doing real world writing. Uh, and that's just kind of a microcosm of, of obviously the bigger picture. Uh, case in point, the business fair. So we do that twice a year. Um, right out here in the front lawn uh, of Acton. And so we did that in the fall um, during the Huskers loss to Minnesota. Um, so we had it on the big screen. So we got to watch the, the, <laughs> the, the loss screen. to Minnesota. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had about 50 um, youth-run businesses out there. Um, and so everything from, um, from arts and crafts type stuff to – um, baked goods to what did you guys have, Evan? Um, I did cake pops and brownies and rice krispie okay. treats. Awesome. So, yes. uh, allowing them to have the opportunity to say, okay, what is this product that I want to bring to market, if you will, right? How am I going to produce this? How much is it going to cost me? How much am I going to be able to charge, right? How much is somebody mm-hmm. going to want to pay real money for this real mm-hmm. product to me? Uh, and and then going through the sales process and having to, to draw people into your booth and have a a booth that's presentable and people want to come to, um, being able to sell yourself and sell your product. Uh, and, you know, we had everyone from a, I think, uh, 15 or 16 year old was our oldest all the way down to my four-year-old daughter was trying to sell, um, 
some homemade crafts that she had done mm-hmm. uh, and worked very hard on, uh, but also learn lessons of what do people really want to pay for right. your product, right? Um, and and is this valuable? And also learned that she's shy. Uh, and we knew that, yeah. but she got to, to go through that. And so um, it's an awesome opportunity. And we're doing that uh, here again coming up in May. Nice. May. Do you have a date for that? Uh, May 14th, I think, uh, okay. whatever that Saturday is. I what, think what are you trying 14th. to sell, Billy? Your book? <laughs> Can I set up a booth yeah. for, for my book? Is that what you said? So, Evan, um, you know, clearly you're doing really well. Like, you're you're excelling here. You're, um, you're kind of a, a good um, model of what, you know, a, a, how well a student can do with this type mm-hmm. of learning. What do you, what would you say would be a description of a good student for somewhere like Acton or a good learner for Acton? Um, someone who can, um, be a leader and, um, not be afraid to tell people if like, if someone's distracting you while you're working, not be afraid to tell them to please go sit down. Someone who of course can be nice and can work together, can work well together with others. Um, and then, the the teachers you guys call is it guides. He, guides guides okay so I guess this question you know is more for you or I guess maybe for you too like what makes a good guide um a good guide they they um at least try their hardest to not answer all the questions <laughs> and most of them um I always like if I ask a question could you try to ask another hero like it's a good like all the guides that we have here at Acton are very good at that so you try to not answer questions. They they can lead the studio without like telling us what to do exactly. Right. Um, they can... Um, kind of sounds like they help you find the answer yeah, rather than just giving yeah. you the answer. Which is yeah. important too. Instead of, yeah, like instead of giving out a, like the the answer sheet or something because right. that act that's happened for sure like mm. <laughs> so what do you look oh, for yeah. Zach then when you when you I mean because actually with you expanding you're probably looking for more guys now yeah so what Evan was talking about there uh three before G it's kind of a an acronym yes. that we say so there's three things that we ask every hero to do before they come to the guide uh, they need to use their brain, right? How often do we, or as parents, like how often do you see your kid run to you for that answer, mm-hmm. right? To a, a question, like how many times have we talked about this? Mm-hmm. You know the answer, right? So use your brain first. Make sure you've exhausted your brain before you, uh, before you come to us. Um, a book or a resource in the room, right? So that might be something that's posted on the wall, like the schedule of what's coming next, right? Or it might be uh, going to YouTube and looking up how to do this math problem that I'm struggling with, right? Like this is real world, go use YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. You have a phone in your pocket. We're not gonna say you can't use a calculator to do math, right? So use the resources that you have available and then a buddy. And that's what Evan was talking about is go ask somebody else in the room that's either been there and done that or might already know the answer uh, and to help you work through it. Um, So that's something huge and we actually track how many questions are answered in each studio every week. Mm. Um, by the guides. I never knew so, that. So we actually keep track of that because it's that important. We yeah. don't want the answer being given to something as simple as what time is lunch. Go mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is real life. Go figure it out. Uh, so um, otherwise with guides, it's really with um, our younger studios, we look for somebody with kind of Montessori experience. 
uh, in the elementary age, we're looking with somebody that is more camp counselor background or, or Sunday school youth um, pastor. And then in high school and middle school, I honestly, I want entrepreneurs. I want that problem solving brain to be in there feeding and that growth mindset brain in there, just feeding these heroes that every single day. Um, so that when they leave here, whether you go and start your own startup that, you know, ends up with venture capital or you become a W-2 employee for your entire career, you're still a better person for being able to problem solve mm -hmm. and think like an entrepreneur does. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And Evan, what's something that, uh, like, what's your favorite part about acting? Like, um, what comes to mind as soon as I asked you that? Probably um, the ability to actually experience like things that like the kid entrepreneur fair like I'm experiencing like at a thing that like all my friends that went to traditional school would never really experience experience because I'm experiencing business I'm experiencing um I'm experiencing math by calculating the money all of that stuff and then doing stuff like the podcasts and the art and the architecture I'm just experiencing like all these things that the real world has to offer at school. What do your friends that go to traditional school, what do they kind of think of I, what you're doing? They um, try to explain it to them, but it's so hard to explain. <laughs> Sorry so, to <laughs> So they're always, um, they're saying, why did you leave? And I always say, because this is better. Because like, I, I want to take them here and I want to show them. And I know that when, if I, sh like showed them it they would be so happy yeah. they would be they would want to come so mm -hmm. they always think like oh why didn't you you're not learning anything but really like i'm on sixth grade math stuff so and they're still down at this fifth grade level it's maybe even still fourth grade so so a lot of your i know your, your guys' stuff is self-driven for your learning yes do you find that that was pretty hard to change over to when you started here or is it it was a little bit i think that it was hard to not have like, okay, so today we're going to do exponents and today we're going to do this. So I, but I do like it a lot because now I get to think, well, I know, I know exponents very well, but I don't know this very well. So I need to start working on this more and I get to decide like, well, during like the reading time, the scheduled reading time, if I'm on the certain freedom level, which is freedom levels you, um, if you get a certain amount of minutes on Lexio, which is minutes of doing your reading stuff and um, lessons on Dreambox, which is like each lesson of math gets done, then you get to a certain freedom level. And with my freedom level that I'm on right now, which is freedom level two, I can decide during like Lexia time, I could do Dreambox so I could do math. So I really now just get to decide, um, do... What do I need to work on? Freedom's earned, not given, right? Yes. So, so what she's talking about there is that uh, you have to earn that freedom and, and basically, in a way, earn our respect and our trust to go do this work, right? And if not, school is going to look a little more traditional for you until mm -hmm. you can prove that. And then you get more and more freedom uh, to the point of getting to go to the other studios and work and help the younger heroes on things. Um, or I know Evan's had the adventure studios, which are the older, the middle schoolers come down and help you on, on math and things too. Mm -hmm. So that's a big difference. Um, I saw a, a thing the other day 
day. And it reminded me of Dan, when you asked her, you know, what did her, her friends think? The idea of, uh, leaders are looked at weird until it's too late because then people finally get it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when you're a leader and you're out pushing forward, people look at you weird and they don't get it until you know that that, that curve has caught up. And now, you know, now it's too late because they've caught up to you and, yeah. and now it's the normal thing. I could so, agree with that. Yeah. Dang, yeah. That, that's, I feel like that's my bio or something. <laughs> Just listen to it. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> so if we can circle back real quick to the podcast. What's uh what's like the biggest takeaway or lesson that you learned from, from that, from that specific quest? Um, probably that like, honestly, like put yourself out there. Like if you like are like, if you're scared to record something that, um, of course these weren't shown like on YouTube, like you guys do, but you're afraid to like do something like who cares what other people think? Like, Oh, I love that. Like that is a great ad. How old are you? Yeah. Um, 11. 11 mom. That's a great, just, great. I'm going to have you co-host this podcast. Oh, well, that's God. I'll just read that video, guy. But that's, that's, yeah, that's, that, so that's an amazing answer. Yeah. Refreshing and great to hear, especially from a young lady, you know, like yeah. your age. Because, uh, you know, that's not typical. You know, yeah. a lot of people care a lot about what other people think. And mm-hmm. um, especially with starting a podcast, I, th- I, th- I think I, I love the idea of a podcast because literally anybody can go out there. So, you know, it's a mm-hmm. great thing. It can also be dangerous, but like, you know, you can just put your thoughts out there and yeah. for relatively cheap, you know, and, and inexpensive. There's not a ton of barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Billy kind of alluded it, to it earlier, but if uh, if you were to, you know, do the studio at home or even, and it sounds like you got Zach in on, on building one here, but... <laughs> Let me back up. I won't, <laughs> I won't be the one actually building it. They will come up with the plans. They will be the ones building it, and they'll put it together. Um, so that's, you know, anything that's what we try to do is is empower them. Um, I've got a list of maintenance stuff that needs to happen, uh, and I'm going to go pick those heroes that have enough freedom, and they're going to come out and help me from fixing, you know, a broken coat hook to uh, clean and stuff. Um, wow. And so they're going to... If, if we move forward with that podcast studio, they would be the ones building it. And, and let us go know that if process. you guys need help, like if there's anything that me and Dan can do, we're, we would love it. So. Awesome. Do, uh, so you, do you think you'll continue with the same topic or switch it up? I think I'd probably switch it up. I'm probably, I love animals just in general, like gone to camp about for animals for years. Mm-hmm. So I think it would more, it would mostly be, either an animal thing or uh, like a middle schooler's point of view on like real world happenings. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Think that, you that, that would definitely be a, <laughs> a great idea. Actually. I, think, I think I'll go with that one. I've been thinking about like different things that I could just like write a blog about. And um, I've been thinking about different things. And I think my backup would be the animal one. But I'm... How was it listening to yourself like once yeah. uh, the <laughs> final <laughs> cut was made? Um, it was, I liked it, but I always, I just thought like, why did I say this? Why did I do this? It's always like, you're, you're the biggest critic, like Zach said. Yeah, so. yeah, you are your own biggest critic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm his biggest critic, but other than that, <laughs> it's because Billy won't critique himself. Zach knows this too well. <laughs> I, I haven't got to read this book yet, but there's probably no editing done. Right. Or anything. 
That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. Love it, love it. Um, so w- what was the, um, I know we touched a little bit on it, but what, what has been like the, the biggest differences you've seen since you were in a regular school to now acting? What, ha- what are some of the stuff that you've seen that, uh, and your favorite stuff that you've, mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we touched on it a little bit, but more specifically, if you could give us like some actual, uh, basically actions that you've actually taken now yeah. compared to just regular school. Um, well, at home, my family and I have noticed this. Um, I'm like my sister, she won't, she might not clean after herself sometimes up after herself. And so my mom And I have noticed that I have been, like, been the leader at home, like, telling her, like, you need to clean this up or else I'm not going to clean it for you and I'm not going to go, like, I'm not going to do whatever it is anymore, like, stuff like that. So I, um, like, at home a lot, things like that, or, like, my dad, like, interrupts or something. And I'm at home, like, if, like, at home... Two years ago, if my dad interrupted, I would just sit there. Now, I would, like, say something about it. Or, like, whoever interrupts in a conversation, if it happens, I would say something about it. That's so, great. You know? I mean, yeah, being assertive is a very, very good skill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've actually... I'm, Sorry to sorry to interrupt you, Evan. Uh, but, um, we've actually heard that a lot from parents. Is just that it's not even the... It's certainly not about the academics of acting, right? Like you're going to learn math, you're going to learn to write, mm-hmm. but it's not about that. It's about who you're becoming as a human being. And we hear that a lot with, with families that have started this year is just how different home is, how mm-hmm. much more um, calm and organized and, and responsible um, the heroes are when they're at home uh, and, and just how that life and, and giving them more responsibility inside these walls translates into the home too. Yeah. yeah and those are great answers, by the way, like the <laughs> very, very insightful. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. That's... It's like not having homework and then like my, like, is that going your favorite home? part? <laughs> I mean, I like it. Um, but and actually if, if we could touch on that real quick, uh, why, why not homework? Why no homework? You want me to answer that or do you want Miss Evans? Well, that's probably a Zach question. Yeah, okay. it is a Zach right. question. Okay. No homework because uh, after you leave here at 3.15, it's family time. Um, beyond the statistics, beyond mm-hmm. like beyond the what the studies show with homework and how stupid it is uh, and what a waste of time it is. And, and really the reason that your kid, if you're in traditional school, is coming home with homework, it's because they've wasted the eight hours that they were at school that day, yeah. right? Like it's no different than if you're coming home with loads and loads of work from work is because you're not optimizing your time properly. Sorry, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... There's all of that at play, but also because we adamantly believe that it's family time Mm -hmm. and and kindergartners through eighth grade all the way through high school. They don't need to be coming home and doing loads and loads of homework. They can get all the work done that they need to during the day. Um, And if they choose to go home and do do work. Great. Right. If they have a passion project and they want to do a do a podcast on the side. Great. If they're if they're excited about what they're working on in math and they want to come home and do it. Awesome, more power to you, but we're not going to require. And then at that point, it wouldn't be work. That's that's the yeah, best exactly. thing. Exactly, yep. it, it wouldn't be work. And 
I, I love that because it also just makes me think, I think most people, like you said, even if they act like they're going to bring something home, they most likely won't work on it. Uh, overall, you, there's no homework in real life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, and if anything, we strive. I love that you said family time because with entrepreneurship or owning a business, that's literally what you strive to do is once you get home, it's like, okay, it's Just family time, it's home yeah. time. So I love, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So amazing things that you have been doing. Uh, so what's in the future for you, Evan? Uh, what, what are you thinking? So for example, with the business fair uh, coming up, what are, what, are, what are you working on? Um, I'm thinking to do um, I'm thinking my friend in the adventure studio, she says that she has, her name's Olivia. And she says that she has a very good popcorn, like caramel popcorn recipe Ooh. and other like different types of popcorn. So we're thinking about doing that. But if I were to do one alone, I was thinking, um, like I was thinking America like American flags and like different things like that, like American flags on coasters, pictures and stuff mm. like that, like patriotic stuff that we need to have out in the world right now. Ooh, I like that. E either one of those. It's good down. timing too, because with that May, <laughs> so it'd be a couple of months from July 4th. Yeah. Get ready yeah. 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 Well, and I, with Olivia and her Can dad. Can I invest in right? <laughs> the profits? Uh, <laughs> Olivia's dad might have a really good distribution channel for your popcorn. If that gets going, his, she own, or he owns Kincader Brewing. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the okay. popcorn would be a good niche in there for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, yeah, love it, love it. And then uh, just in general, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, She's still at acting. Still at acting, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> at that point. All right, 10 years. <laughs> I can see myself um, either training I want – um, I can see myself doing, being an entrepreneur. I can see myself going to vet school. Um, I can see myself training to be in the Olympics, like st really anything like ice skating in the Olympics because I already, I do that now. And so I just, it's just like big, big goals, but like working my way there. That's awesome. A great, great wow. no, and that's perfect. Like to, as we wrap this up, like that's exactly my goal for any graduate of Acton. Like the world is at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and when you leave here and when you walk out those doors right behind these cameras for the last time, you are prepared to go to school if you want to. Right. My goal would actually be that no one goes to college that leaves here. Like as crazy as that sounds, like unless you have vet school, right. lawyer, doctor, like unless it's that career path that you have to go to college, I don't want you to go to college, mm -hmm. but you will be prepared to do so if you if you so choose. Uh, you will have built a business every single year that you're here. Like my kids will, from the time they're in kindergarten till they're seniors in high school, they'll have built businesses, right? And Evan will have too. And so they're, they're, uh, perfecting their craft over over that time so they can go and either start one right out of college or high school or they've already done that and they've started it in high school and are building up to something um, or you go get a job at a top company right out of high school because you don't need a piece of paper to tell you you know how to do a job or to sell people right like you learn I have that those piece things. of paper. Yeah, exactly. So do I. And I have the <laughs> all the pieces of paper that I owe for that one right. piece of paper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we uh, we normally um, ask some questions at the end. I don't think they're really 
would uh, pertain to this one, but I do want to ask what I usually ask. Um, and maybe I'll have you go first, Zach, but I always like to ask if there's anything that our listeners or viewers can bring of you that can bring to you that would be a value. Oh, a hundred of them. Yeah. <laughs> 120, <laughs> I think is what we are. <laughs> That's on YouTube. <laughs> uh, what can they bring to us of value? I think right now, um, the business fair uh, is an awesome opportunity. If you have uh, kids anywhere from, you know, 18 on down uh, that you that they might be interested in doing something, come and try that out. Um, if you own your own business and um, and are just interested in, in learning more what we're doing, um, we would love to have you come in. We try to bring people in that are kind of within the industry of anything that they're working on at that time. Um, and we want them to learn from people that are doing things in the real world. So that's kind of the, the biggest thing right now for us is just getting connected with more people um, so that we can bring people in. Uh, eventually in our middle school, I want to bring an entrepreneur in every single week to have a sit down with them and get a dialogue with our middle and high schoolers. Um, so obviously that's going to take a big list of, of folks to, to pull that off. Lucky. So seriously, seriously. <laughs> I like Zach's idea because my parents are entrepreneurs, like mm -hmm. both of them. So what do your parents do? Um, my dad owns advantage landscapes. It's a landscaping business. Um, he is about, he in during the summer he had about 16 employees oh, wow. so um my mom she owns a it's called time saver cleaning she mm -hmm. goes to people's houses and she she cleans for them and um i've helped her out with that so i i love that idea that you have for that yeah. that's great you're uh, cut from that cloth then yeah pretty good <laughs> so what about what about you is there anything that our listeners can bring a value um, to you well podcasting equipment maybe <laughs> <laughs> well i would say that even like if you're not interested like if you're not interested in a school like this come take a tour and just so like at home you could maybe if you have kids you could be that guide instead of like giving like giving them stuff maybe it could help you if you don't exactly want to come to this school or like you're not able to come to this school find another school like just just take a tour like see what see what's going on mm -hmm. speaking of tours um my <laughs> next step is to hand off tours to the heroes uh okay. and parents coming in the door they wouldn't even meet with me they would meet a hero when they walk in and that person would tour them through the entire school um so you might if you came in here very soon you might get to meet evan as well so oh that would that's, that's, a, that's she's awesome. an impressive young lady and yeah, i think yeah, you're doing some sure. awesome things here man what, what's you. your favorite book my favorite book mm -hmm. Uh, and if you like a business one or a book that just about life. Okay. Being uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what he wants you to say. say what did you say? The power of being uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> no, what's like a book that stands out? Um, I think. Let me think. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be like yes. specific okay. like self-improvement or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It could be Harry um, Potter for all. <laughs> Harry Potter. Um. You just, not to give you an answer, but you mm -hmm. did just read a book to earn a badge Yes, here. I think that was a very good book. It was called um, Growing My Leadership Garden, and it goes through how, like, how you need, like, what steps you need to, like, improve to get to this, like, big leader in, like, in my studio to get to this leader that everyone's like looking up to which is my goal and 
so it goes through, it's called the unique tour, which there's certain steps like, um, like things like not like demanding or having control over Mm -hmm. people and stuff like that. So that was a very good book about like, just like, sounds like leadership. Yeah. 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 And one last question, uh, since you mentioned that both your parents are entrepreneurs, what are some of the stuff you've learned at home? Um, I've learned that there's a lot of math involved with <laughs> um, bills, invoices, all that stuff. There's a lot of math. Um, I've learned that you um, like you need to have a plan before you just like not exactly like a like thought through really well plan. Like so you could just go out there and make this business, but you need to at least have something. Like you need to know what you want to do. You need to know like exactly how you're going to do it, but not, no, but at the same time, like just kind of like not overthinking. Yeah. 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 No, that, yeah, it's that's a balance a good, there. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Love it. Love it. And then, uh, last question for you, Zach is where can people find out more? Yeah. Uh, Acton Academy, Lincoln.com A C T O N uh, Academy, Lincoln.com. Uh, and like I said, we're, we're doing auditions right now. We'll be just shy of probably a hundred students in the fall. Wow. Um, so that's basically doubling again. Yes. Uh, and, and we'll be at capacity for, for most of those studios in the fall too. Um, if not all of them. So, uh, but it's not about acting. Um, it's about, um, giving, like you guys said, giving your children what you wish you could have had, right? And that's what entrepreneurship is, is we're trying to get to a financial standpoint and a freedom standpoint with with time and money to be able to give them what, what we couldn't, right? But if we can give them nothing else, we can give them the mindset to do that themselves and give them the opportunities to to do that themselves. And so whatever you got to do to pull that off, that's, that's, that's the true. important thing. Well, thank you again, guys, for yeah, having us. Yeah, congratulations you. to you on thank winning. You. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats. If there's anything Billy and I can do to help, don't okay. be afraid to reach out. Zach's got our number and okay. just let us know. So. Yeah, yeah, for Sounds sure. Sounds good. For sure. And if we could listen to that episode, I'd, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on the Chromebook, so. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Minority Report Podcast. And then make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, The That Minority Report Podcast. And let's get it. Vamanos. Baby, let's get it. My hand to please don't segregate. Dress in a suit, I can't relate. Minority report, can't ignore. Being rich from poor and your credit score. My hand to please don't segregate. Dress in a suit, I can't relate.